Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. do we have here? Hey, it's a book. It has many parts, so let's take a look. Let's pick up the book. And what do you see? It's the front cover, and it's staring right at me. There are some words, sometimes near the top. It's the title of the book. Keep going, don't stop. There's a name on the cover, just look with your eyes. It's the author, and they wrote all the words inside. If there's another name, now who could that be? Maybe the illustrator, they made the pictures for you to see. Let's open the book. In this week's episode, Gwen is talking to Holly a children's book author and illustrator whose books you may be familiar with, published by Walker Books, HarperCollins Children's Books and Nosy Crow. We hope you enjoy it. Hello! Hello! How are you today? And where Um, are you? I am very well, thank you, Gwen. I am in my art studio, which is in Henley-on-Thames. It's the... Henley School of Art, um, which I help run, and that is where I make all my artwork. That sounds cool. So you are a children's book writer and illustrator, is that right? Yes, Gwen, that is right. I am a children's author and illustrator, and that means I write the words and I illustrate the pictures. Hmm. That sounds nice. Did you like art best at school or English? I liked I liked both of them, but I like I enjoyed art the most. It was the most fun. But I have always liked writing stories. From when I was very very little, I liked writing stories. How did you become a children's book writer and illustrator? Well. The way I became a children's book author and illustrator, I went to art college. I went to Edinburgh College of Art, which is like a university where you study art. Um, And I learned lots of skills there about how to um, draw pictures that tell a story and how to put a book together. 
And then after that, I, um, a publisher got in touch with me. They saw um, a book I made and they got in touch and said, I'm the Glob Glow Gabgala. I love books. And this basement is a true treasure trove. I am the Glob Glow Gabgalab, the Schwabble Dabble Wobble Gabble Flibber Blabber Blab. I'm full of Schwibble Glibber kind. I am the yeast of thoughts and minds. Schwabble Dabble Glibber Glabber Schwibble Schwab Glab. Dibble Double Schwibble Shabble Glibber Glab Schwab. Schwabble Dabble Glibber Glabber Schwibble Schwab Dab. Dibble Double Schwibble Shabble. Polly, would you like to come and speak to us? Because we would like to make your book into lots of books that are published and sold in the bookshops um and so that's how it happened for me um i have to every time i make a new book i have to come up with a new story um and some sketches that i send to the publisher and i say look i've got this idea do you think you'd like to work with me and make it into a finished book and they either say yes we'd love to do that or they say you suck no, go away and try harder and come back when you've got a better idea. <laughs> what is your favourite thing about it? Um, my favourite thing is, I love drawing the pictures, but I love, it's very special when, after you've finished making the book, it takes quite a long time. It can take maybe a year or even 18 months, a year and a half, until the book that you see in the bookshops gets sent to you. But when it gets sent to you, you open up the box and there are all these books and they've got your name written on it. And sometimes they've got shiny foil in them. Other times they've got padding. And that's a really amazing moment when you see your book all printed um, and all the hard work, because it's lots of hard work and it takes a long time, but it suddenly feels really worth it. And then mm -hmm. I get to, um, and then my own children come and grab the book from me and want to have a look at it. And that's very special. Yeah. Which was your first book? Can you remember what it was like when it, when it was published? I can. The first book I made was called a book. It was called Silly Jack, um, and it was about a horse um, and on a farm, and it featured all the kind of characters and animals, or some of the characters um, of animals that I grew up with because I grew up on a farm, and. Uh, when it was published, that was really, really exciting. It took a long time. Um, so part of me was was very anxious about seeing it again because um, I'd worked so hard on it. But it was very, very exciting. And my family were very excited for me as well. And so it was it was fun. And then sort of seeing it in bookshops everywhere was amazing. Mm. I haven't read that one. Yeah, it's, I wrote it quite a long time ago now. <laughs> Do you have a favourite one of your books or characters? I really love Guinea Pig Party a lot because it's really useful for toddlers to learn numbers. Guinea Pig Party by Holly Surplus. And here we go. Ten little guinea pigs dancing in a line. 
bump go the guinea pigs. And then there are nine, nine little guinea pigs. Think party games are great. Ouch, squeaks the biggest one. And then there are, what do you think, Jack? Eight. Oh, yes, I like Guinea Pig Party too. Um, my favourite book, I think, is called About a Bear. Um, and it's a rhyming story, and it's surprisingly enough, is about a bear. Um, but the illustrations are really colourful, and there's a page in that book where you open it up and it's got a picture of the bear's bottom and he's reaching back and he's scratching his bottom um and it's just funny and I have a happy memories of making that book when my first child was just a really small baby and I made this book and it was a special time and I have lovely memories of it but I still enjoy looking at it and I still feel happy with the colours um, of the of the book and the, the pictures I drew, so that makes me feel happy. Do you prefer to always draw or paint animals? Um, I like drawing and painting animals. Do um, sometimes I use lots of different ways of of drawing and painting. I don't know whether you can see. See this horse behind you, behind me even, this is on acetate so you can see through it. Um, and so sometimes I do big things like that and it's like a big painting. And other times I work really small for like pictures that go in a book. And I think I get a little bit bored sometimes if I do the same thing, the same sort of thing each time so I try and do different things to keep myself interested that makes sense yeah and also do you prefer making animals to people oh yes I do I really really enjoy drawing people I do lots of um a thing called life drawing where you draw oh. people um and we've been since we've had the lockdown I've been doing that online and we do classes at the art school here mm -hmm. and it's all done online and people drawing other people online and we get models to pose but we also do animal life drawing and for me that's the most fun because you never quite know what's going to happen when you're drawing an animal and you have to draw really quickly as well um Animals are funny. Animals do funny things and they are really interesting shapes as well and all sorts of colours and shapes and personalities. So if I could, if I had to choose to draw people or animals, I would always choose animals, even though I love drawing. <laughs> <laughs> who is your favourite illustrator? Like who inspires you? Ooh, that's a really good question Gwen um when I was studying I really really loved an illustrator called Anita Jaram and she um did books like 
guess how much I love you. So I'm sure you know that book. Little Nut Brown Hair, who was going to bed, held on tight to Big Nut Brown Hair's very long ears. He wanted to be sure that Big Nut Brown Hair was listening. Guess how much I love you, he said. Oh, I don't think I could guess that, said Big Nut Brown Hair. Um, but I love... It changes all the time. There's... Um, <laughs> and the name of the person's just gone straight out of my head. I love Polly Dunbar. She's... Um, her work is really lovely and her favourite, the favourite book that she's done is called Penguin. And if you haven't read it, I really recommend it. It's a really mm -hmm. clever book. Ben ripped open his present. Inside was a penguin. Hello, penguin, said Ben. What shall we play? said Ben. Penguin said nothing. I feel like we've read that. Mm. It's where he get and he gets fired into space. Yeah. It's very, yeah. yeah. It's a good book. I also really like Rebecca Cobb. She did the paper dolls illustration. Mm -hmm. paper dolls mm. Yeah, that's one of um, our favourites. It's a good book, that isn't it? What is hard about your job? Um, what is hard is trying to please the publisher because sometimes you can think you've got a really good idea and you can really like a character that you've drawn and you think, yay, I really, I'm happy. And then you send it to the publisher and they come back and go, yeah, we don't like that. And then you have to make changes to your work to make them happy but you've got to make sure that you are still happy as well because it's your book at the end of the day so that can be really hard because you're trying to please yourself and other people um and trying to make the book that you want that you 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 want to be proud of that book in the end so sometimes that can be hard has that ever happened to you Yes, yes, it happens all the time. Sometimes <laughs> it can be really hard, but you get used to it. And the thing I always tell myself is that whenever the publisher advises me or asks me to change something, even if I think, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not happy about that, it always ends up being better by the time I've made those changes and made the adjustments. Sometimes I'll say no. Sometimes if it's something I feel really strongly about, I'll say no. No, I'm not going to change that. But um, there's a there's a saying, Gwen, called "You've got to choose your battles." 
And that's what I do. I decide, I think, well, I will change that, but I'm not going to change this. And so it's all about compromise. You learn it as the more books you do, the more the, the cleverer you get at doing it. Yeah. Do you have a routine when you are making a new book? And also, what do you have to wear and eat and drink when you are working? <laughs> um, okay, I do have a routine. I often I start a book starts with an idea and I'll draw the character in my sketchbook. I have a sketchbook and I will scribble um little drawings in it and then at the same time words come into my head so I work on the words and the pictures at the same time so I'll draw a little bit then I'll write some and then I'll draw a bit more and then the two things happen together um and it starts like that and usually I am wearing comfy clothes I don't have to wear anything smart because nobody sees me and Sometimes I get my best ideas, Gwen, really, really late at night and I am in my pyjamas and sometimes I'm even in bed and I have to, um, I write in the dark. I have a notebook by my bed and sometimes I'll just reach out and I'll just write down notes in the dark and then in the morning I look and the page is all, the writing's all wonky, but I can see what I, what idea I've had. And quite often... There's quite a lot of chocolate involved in ideas making. I do find that that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone really wrong? Yes. Yes. And I think that that is part of life. That's um, We all make mistakes and... That's why pencils have erasers and cars have bumpers is because people go wrong and people make mistakes. And that's all part of the learning process. So even it doesn't matter how experienced you become, you still make mistakes. But because with books, you're working as a team with the publisher, they are there to help you when you make a mistake. Um, and they're able to sort of point it out or say look why don't we try it like this or why don't we do this do that better um so there's always someone to help but it doesn't feel nice making a mistake but it's something that we all do so you're never alone and you make a mistake it's important to remember that yeah do you have any advice for kids who like drawing and would like to do it for a job Oh, yes. Do you know the best advice that anyone can give you is just keep drawing. Practice, practice, practice. Draw all the time. Draw imaginary things. Draw things that are in front of you. Um, keep looking all around you. And when you're walking through the woods, look up at the look up. Don't just look forward. Look all around you. So the more things you look at, the more ideas you get. Um, and drawing is all about seeing your drawing what uh, you're illustrating what uh, you're illustrating an idea or something that you've seen and so it's really important to go around with your eyes really wide open so that you see everything <laughs> that's nice thank you for being alive <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you for being on my podcast. Can we promote some of your books? Oh, yes, please. That would be lovely, Gwen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I had lots of fun doing this. <laughs> I've enjoyed it too, Gwen. I think you're doing a brilliant job. Well done. Thank you. Oh. Bye. Bye, Dan. Bye. Holly has very generously given us one of her beautiful books to help us encourage our lovely listeners to visit our Instagram page, at Gwen Gets to Work. Visit us there, hit like on the competition post, and tag a friend in the comments to enter. Thank you very much for listening. See you next week.